Setting up iOS for the first time. Setting up an iOS device can seem like a daunting task, but with the simple wizard and these directions, you can get through it. The pictures, videos, and directions are made according to an iPhone XX Max running iOS 12. The setup is generally the same between different models of iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch, and different versions of iOS. Throughout this article, I will be using the following words interchangeably, iPhone, iDevice, phone, and iPad. And in this case, they will all mean the same thing. So let's get started. Step one is to choose your language from the list of supported languages. Each language is typed in its respective text. Step two is to choose your country and region. By choosing your location, you will only be provided apps and services that are offered in your location. For example, the News app, Apple Pay, and Siri are only available in select regions. A full list of apps and services availability can be found on Apple's website. The next step is Quick Start. This is a feature that you can use to set up your iPhone or iPad quickly if you already have another set up. I've already made an article about this, so we won't cover it here, but I will leave a link in the video description below. If you do choose to use Quick Setup, then you can stop following these directions and pop over there to those. You can then come back here and pick up wherever that leaves off. Step four is connecting to a Wi-Fi network. So choose your Wi-Fi network from the list and enter the password. It is recommended that you use your private home network for this part. If you use your data plan from your cell phone carrier, then data rates will apply. The rest of the setup requires an internet connection to register your device. If your connection is slow or unavailable, then you can connect your phone to your computer and finish the setup using iTunes by clicking the Connect to iTunes button at the bottom. Step 5. Apple takes to heart the importance of securing your personal data. They see it as a fundamental human right. The disclaimer that you are now seeing is Apple telling you just that. If you want to learn more, you can tap on the Learn More button at the bottom or go to apple.com privacy. Once you have read and understand, tap Continue. Now time for step six, biometric unlocking. Biometrics in this case means the ability to unlock your device using your body. Apple has provided two options based on your device. If you have an iPhone or iPad with a home button, then you can set up Touch ID. If you have an iPhone with an edge-to-edge -edge screen, then refer to Face ID. If you prefer not to use any of these features, you can continue to step 8 by tapping Setup Later in Settings. So let's first start with Touch ID. If you have an iPhone 6 through iPhone 8, or an iPad Air, through iPad 6th generation, which was released in 2018, then you have Touch ID. This means that you have the option to unlock your iPhone or iPad by placing your finger on or clicking the home button with your finger. This technology is done by mapping the microscopic curved groups in your finger. If you want to use this feature, then tap continue. If not, tap setup and later in settings and continue to step eight. When setting up Touch ID, you will be required to repeatedly tap the home button with your finger of choice. Follow the directions under the bolt header that will tell you when to hold your finger down and when to lift it up again. 
The finger is in the center is a form of status bar. Keep following the directions until all the curved lines have turned red. You will have to complete this process twice. The second time using the same finger, adjust your grip for a more comfortable and relaxed. Once again, the center status will fill up. Then you're ready to continue to step eight. Face ID. Face ID is a new way to unlock your device. Originally coming out with the iPhone X, by the end of 2018 it has spread to the iPhone and iPad Pro lineup. Face ID sends harmless invisible red lights or infrared light to create a map of your face. After setting up, all you should need to do is glance at your iPhone or iPad and it will unlock. If you want to use this feature then tap continue and if not, tap setup later in settings and continue to step 8. When setting up Face ID, you will notice your front-facing camera is shown in the black circle in the center of the screen. Adjust your face and phone so your face appears to fill the frame. Then move your head in a circular rotation. Notice that as you move your head, the green wavy status bar starts to fill the surrounding black border. Continue moving until it is completely full. Once finished, you can move on to step 8. When your iPhone or iPad maps your face or fingers, all the data collected is saved to your local device and not uploaded to any of Apple's servers according to their privacy policy. If you want to know more about their policies regarding privacy, click the About link above the Continue button or go to apple.com privacy. Step 7. Setting a Password now that you have set up or skip Touch ID or Face ID, it's time to set a password. If you have set up either Touch ID or Face ID, this will be a backup for if something goes wrong authenticating with either of those methods. The default option for setting your password is a six-digit numeric password. For other password options, tap Passcode Options above the keypad. Your options are the following. Custom Alphanumeric, which is the most secure and is a combination of your choice of letters, numbers, and symbols using as many characters as you like. For example, your name 123. The next option is custom numeric, which uses numbers with no set length. For example, 75830289178. The next option is a six digit code which uses six numbers to make a password. Example, one, two, three, four, five, six. The last option, which is the least secure, is a four-digit passcode, which uses, of course, four numbers to make the password. For example, one, two, three, four. After typing in the password once, confirm it by typing it in again and continue to step eight. Now in step eight, it's time to consider whether you're gonna move data over from another source. So you have the following options. Restore from iCloud backup, restore from iTunes backup, set up as a new phone, or move data from Android. Now I'm gonna cover them individually, starting at the top with restore from iCloud backup. If you had a previous iPhone or iPad and backed it up using Apple's online cloud storage, then you can use this option to recover your data. To use this feature, select it from the list, then choose a backup from the list. This may take a long time depending on your speed of your internet connection. 
Depending on which device you're coming from, you may have a few more steps once the data is moved. If any more steps appear in the setup process after finishing moving your data, please scroll through the next few steps for further directions. The next option is to restore from an iTunes backup. If you have a Mac or PC with iTunes installed and you regularly plugged in your original iDevice, then chances are your phone was backing up every time. To use this option, you will plug in your phone into your computer and open iTunes. Then choose this option from the list on your iPhone. In iTunes on your computer, you will be prompted to set it up as a new device, but you're looking for the second option, which is restore from backup. From the list, choose the backup that you want to restore from. The default backup label is the name of the device and the last date it was backed up iTunes should copy over all your data and settings. This will take some time. While the process is running, your device will be unusable. Also, do not unplug your device during the data transfer because this can stop all functionality in your device, rendering it useless. Depending on which device you're coming from, you may have a few more steps once the data is moved. If any more steps appear in this setup process after iTunes is finished, please scroll through the next few steps for further directions. The next option is set up as a new device. By choosing this option, your device will appear as new. Your final option is to move your data from an Android device. In the description below is an Apple support link on how to do this. But the basics is, is you install the Move to iOS app on your Android device and then follow the wizard step. If you restore from a backup, whether it be from iTunes or from an iCloud backup, both devices must be either running the same version of iOS or the original device must be running an older version of iOS than the new device. If you run into this issue where your original device has a newer OS than the new device, then set up your new device as a new iPhone. Don't worry about configuring the iCloud password settings or any real configuration because all you're going to do is wipe it in the end. Then open Settings General Software Update, download and install that update. Then open Settings General Software Update and download and install the update. When the update is completed, go back into Settings General, this time go to Reset and click on Reset All Content and Settings. Now run through the steps again and try using the same backup to set up your phone. Step 9, Apple ID. If you have an Apple ID, now is the time to sign in. Signing in here will sign you into iCloud, the App Store, Music, iMessages, Find My iPhone, Wallet, and iTunes. Place the email associated with your Apple ID in the top field, and the bottom field will appear for your password. If you use separate accounts for iCloud and iTunes, then click the respective button at the bottom and sign in separately with each account. For those who don't have an account, forgot your password, forgot your Apple ID, or have one and are not now ready to sign in, can tap on the forgot password or don't have an Apple ID. If you have forgotten your password or Apple ID, you can click on the top button forgot password or Apple ID to recover either. If you want to create a new Apple ID account, tap the create a free Apple ID and fill out the form. When finished creating your Apple ID, your account will automatically be signed in and ready to move to the next step. For those of you who just don't want to sign in right now, tap the setup later in settings and continue to the next step. 
When prompted, are you sure you don't want to use an Apple ID, tap Don't Use. Step 10, Terms and Conditions. Now time to read through the terms and conditions for using your iOS device. Once you have read them, click Agree in the bottom right corner. Although if you disagree, tap Disagree in the bottom left corner. Step 11, Express Settings. Continuing through the Express Settings will enable location services and share analytic data with Apple and developers. For more information, tap the Learn More link above the Continue button. If you prefer to enable them individually, click Customize Settings under the Continue button. Otherwise, click the Continue button. If you choose to use Express Settings, skip ahead and pick up where it leaves off. Step 12, iOS Updates. Now you'll be asked if you want to download your software updates automatically. This will download the update to your phone, but then prompt you when the update is ready to install. By clicking continue, new updates will automatically be downloaded to your device. If you don't want this to happen, then tap the install updates manually link under the continue button. Step 12, enabling iMessages and FaceTime. If you want to use iMessage or FaceTime for video or audio calling and messaging others with Apple devices, you can tap the continue button. If not, tap the not now link under the continue button. You can reconfigure these settings later once the device is set up. Step 14, location services. Location services will provide your current location to apps like Maps and Find My iPhone. This only applies to system apps. Any other apps that you will later download from the App Store will have to ask for your permission to use your location when you open the app for the first time. If you would like to allow your system to use your location, then tap Enable Location Services. And if not, tap Disable Location Services. No matter which option you choose, you can always change it later in the privacy settings. Step 15, Siri. If you're a fan of Apple's personal assistant Siri, then you can enable it at this step. After clicking continue, you will be prompted to set up Hey Siri, a feature that allows you to summon her without pressing any buttons. You have to say Hey Siri three times as prompted and say Hey Siri, how's the weather today? When finished, you can continue to the next step. If you'd rather not enable her, then tap the setup later in settings link at the bottom and continue to the next step. If at any point in time in the process of setting up Siri, you can stop and tap the Setup Later in Settings link at the bottom to continue to the next step. Step 16, Screen Time. Screen Time is a feature that came with iOS 12 that will track your phone usage and allow you to set app limits. This is a good way to keep up with your device usage. Step 16, iPhone Analytics. In order to find and fix issues, Apple and developers like to collect information to analyze to make the app or system run smoother on your device. This information is collected anonymously and only with consent. To put simply, you are being asked if you would like to contribute to the improvements of the app and or operating system iOS. Once again, refer to Apple's privacy policy in which developers also have to follow. Step 18. True Tone. Enabling True Tone will adapt how your screen looks based on the color of light in the room in order to provide you with a more color accurate display. Step 19. Zoom. You have two zoom options. Standard, which has everything shrunk compared to the second option, which is Zoom, which has everything expanded 
and is perfect for those who need a bigger text size. You can click on the respective tabs at the top for a preview that will appear at the bottom with three examples in which you can switch between. Step 20, home button. If you have an iPhone 7 or 8, you know yet the home button is not real. Instead, it is replaced by a finger sensor and a vibration machine, referred to as a Taptic Engine. That being said, the Taptic Engine gives you three vibration options to simulate a real button. Tap on each number to test how it feels that to choose your favorite. Step 21, Tutorial. Depending on your device, you're setting up, you will get a few tutorials explaining how to use device-specific features such as replacement gestures for the missing home button. After reading the description and looking over the graphics, click continue. Now your iPhone or iPad or iPod Touch is ready to use. If you have enjoyed this video, hit the thumbs up and subscribe. If you didn't, click the thumbs down to let me know. If you still have any questions, comments, or concerns, talk to me in the comments below. Also follow Apple Guide on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Apple Guide Web to stay up to date with all things happening at Apple Guide. You can find more on our website at appleguideweb.com.